Welcome to the Officer Autumn Podcast. I am the host, Autumn Clifford. I'm really excited to have you here as always. If you are enjoying this music or if it's piquing your interest, this is music by One Time Music. Go find him on Instagram. You can go download his music anywhere that you can download music. He is a fellow law enforcement officer. You can listen to the entire song of Baptized in Blue at the end of this podcast episode. This podcast episode is brought to you by the Lady Sheepdog Club. If you are a female first responder craving more education, more training, more support, uh, more mentorship, or you are a future first responder, check out the Lady Sheepdog Club. It's a membership for designed exactly for our women going into law enforcement or who are in law enforcement. Go to ladysheepdog.com for more information. Enjoy this podcast episode. What is up everybody welcome back i'm so excited so excited to have you here we are going live after a i don't know four or five month hiatus um we my last episode i put out was august of 2021 this is being recorded on in january the end of january on 2022 so excited to be here what's new what's going on with me and why you want to listen to this podcast episode so if you're brand new to me I want to welcome you my name is Autumn you can find me anywhere um, on all the social medias at Officer Autumn and um, this podcast has over 125 episodes of mind-blowing mind-expansive entertaining self-development personal growth content for the first responder. Um, And we are transitioning to come in and focus specifically around our uh, female first responders. And let me tell you why, because I've definitely received my fair share of my guys going, Autumn, wait a minute, like, what about us? I want to just say this. I will never stop supporting all first responders, especially my police officers, male or female, it doesn't matter. But I've done a lot of research over the last four or five months, and there really is nothing just focused on for women. There's not one podcast that's focused for female first responders that I have found, especially for female cops. And while me being a female cop, me being a podcast host for the last several years, I said, you know what? I'm going to go there. I'm going to take my podcast and, and we're going to go there. So I have rebranded probably for the 100th time. That's okay. I'm taking you on my journey with me. Um, And our show is called The Officer Autumn Show. And we are developing. It's not out at this moment, but in the beginning of February, um, we will have a website where you get to actually submit questions that I will be answering, uh, which will be really fun. You'll also be able to do that via Instagram, uh, via email, via all my platforms. You're going to be able to do that, but we will have a website that you can do it anonymously and um, we will be here to help you and um, and support our law enforcement, our first responders. And so for me, the goal of this podcast is really about bringing together both of the genders, okay? So that's really what this episode's about. I want to tell you all of everything I just told you. I want to tell you a little bit about me because I feel like we're going to have some new people coming and hanging out, which I love uh, expanding the family. And um, and I'm going to tell you my position on 
focusing on uh, female first responders and why I'm actually doing it. And it's not probably it's probably not the reason that you think that I'm doing it. Um, first off, here's what I want to tell you about this podcast. Um, this podcast is real, man. It's real and raw. And if this is your first episode, you go back and listen to any of my episodes. It's like we're pulling up car to car together. You can expect um, explicit content. I will drop an F-bomb, <laughs> probably more than one. And I'm going to tell you things the way that I see them. I'm not somebody who's going to sugarcoat anything. And I'm definitely not somebody who just says things politically correct to say them uh, politically correct. I'm going to I'm gonna give it to you the way that I feel it. And I'm going to tell you how I feel um, about pretty much anything, which is what makes this fun, I guess. But also, I hope that you can understand it's what makes this real. My podcast is not scripted. I, over all of these episodes, I have never one time had a script. I never will have a script. Everything is off the cuff, straight from my heart. And I think that's what makes this a little bit genuine too. Um, so a little bit about me. Okay. So I've been a police officer since I've been 20 years old. Um, I'm a second degree black belt. And I am married to my police academy sweetheart. We have three dogs. I have two Belgian Malinois and a Dutch Shepherd. They're all working dogs. Um, Our oldest is a 10-year-old Belgian Malinois. He is um, retired. My husband's retired police canine. He's a very decorated dog. He got canine of the year one of like his first year out of the academy him and my husband they got trooper of the year four-time trooper of the troop like him and my husband really have a great career together and he had to retire due to a back injury his body says he's done but believe me his mind does not agree so we're very busy because I have my own um I've got a sport dog we do protection sport so basically I teach her how to do all the shit a police dog does just far more refined. <laughs> um, far more refined. And what does that mean? It means she still bites and she's still fucking insane. She's just highly, highly trained. Um, her name is Keela. And then my husband has um, his working dog who lives home with us. And his name is Lambo. And he's a Dutch Shepherd. And this is our first ever Dutch Shepherd. And getting to know um, how these breeds are different because everybody thinks like a Shepherd's a Shepherd, but I'm fucking telling you they're not. Um, has been really fun. And so you could follow our journey on Instagram. You can find me at Officer Autumn. I post a ton behind the scenes. Like my stories are just filled with um, my life and our dogs, which is really fun. And I do post a lot of videos of me and Keela, my girl, her and I training. So if you love dogs like I do, come and hang out with us on Instagram. Um, so when I was 26 years old, I was injured in the line of duty. And that's really what brought me here. Okay. Um, and I turned 21 in a police car. It was not as cool as it sounds. I thought it was going to be so cool. It was not. <laughs> um, and so when I turned 26, um, and then eventually that year, I I had a back injury. And the back injury is what put me out of full-time patrol. Um, and so I was couch ridden for six months. And it wasn't from a cool injury. I wish it was. Like, I wish I was in a fight or some, like, you know, crash. Or nobody wants to be in a crash. But, like, maybe I was, like, chasing somebody and, like, you know, cool apprehension or something like that. No, not nothing cool. It's just a typical back injury. But I have a herniated torn and degenerative disc. And a lot of people actually have herniated discs and they can be fine. And 
shit like that. But I have a, t- a tear in my disc and the tear is actually almost was. I have no idea what it is now. I'm assuming it's a lot better, but it was almost um, all the way through. And my doctor was really afraid that if it went all the way through that I could be paralyzed from the waist down. Um, that was at that time in my life, I did not want surgery being 26 years old. Um, both of my parents had back in like back surgery at different times in their lives for different shit than me, but just whatever. And, um, they never healed quite well. So I never, I didn't want that. And so, um, my agency wanted to make me a dispatcher. Um, no offense to my dispatchers. If you're a good one, I love you. If you're not do better. Um, We'll talk more about that. <laughs> uh, but uh, um, I couldn't do that. I couldn't even sit. I couldn't sit. I couldn't stand for long periods of time. Literally, I had to lay down for like six months. It was not fun. And th- do- through that time, I hit a really big low in my life, okay? Um, and if you've listened to my podcast, then you know the story. But if you're new, this is this is the truth. And it it was really bad. And, um, I was diagnosed with PTSD and an anxiety disorder from the job and I fell out of control. I felt like I had no purpose. I felt like a fucking bum. I was scared. I was halfway through my master's in criminal justice administration. And I was like, what am I going to go do? Be the Walmart greeter? Like legit. And, and if you, uh, let me just explain this to you. Cause if you're an outsider looking in, you're like, wait, like, you have all this stuff, like you could go do anything. But when you're a cop and that's all you've known, I mean, that's all I did. I was 20 years old, man. And um, I have a degree in criminal justice and all these things like that. You do all that to be a cop and you think you're going to be a cop the rest of your life. And like, oh, it's gonna be so great. And like, I planned on going and being in the administration and all the things and it didn't happen. And um, so that was, you know, obviously it didn't happen because my career got cut short. Um, And it was devastating for me. I literally was like, I have no idea what I'm qualified to go do that I can actually do because like, I'm not going to work in corrections. It's not my thing. Um, I did when I was younger and I can explain that to you or you can go listen to another podcast. I'm sure I'll talk more about it. But so I hit a low. Um, it was bad. Uh, I'm not going to tell you I was suicidal. I don't, I don't, I mean, we all have those thoughts when we get low. I'm like, let's just call a fucking spade a spade here. Like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I shouldn't fucking be here. I'm just going to go fucking off myself. Like, what the fuck? It'd be better, right? But then, like, but I was never serious about it. I didn't have a plan or anything. Um, and But I was low, man, like, really low to the point, like, where my husband would have multiple conversations with me and be like, hey, where the fuck's my wife? Like, where you're not oh, – at the time, I think I was his girlfriend. And he was like, what? Like, you're not who you are. Like, where'd you go? Like, I'm really concerned about you. I don't know what we're going to do. Because, like, I wouldn't get out of bed. Like, when you have to lay down to feel good, that's not a good thing. I was going to therapy, like, anywhere between three to five times a week. It was just a lot. It was so much. And um, it was a really low point. And so from there, I said, okay, fuck this. Um, I've got to do something. And what I did truly is um, I binged Tony Robbins on YouTube. Tony Robbins and Gabby Bernstein. Gabby was... Gabby is a spiritual, a very, a spiritual guru. I actually had her on the podcast. If you want to go and get to know her at all, she actually came on this podcast. It was a very honorable, um, it was an honor for me to have her on truly. Um, her, her and I's political views are very different. And I tell you, she is a recovered junkie. Okay. (laughs) But what I liked is I liked what she was doing in the world and I liked how she was helping people and I liked her online presence. And for me, 
that combined with Tony Robbins, like that was enough to inspire me to say, you know what? I'm 26 years old. Yep. Don't have a lot of life experience, but I have a lot more than most, you know, being a cop, I've done so much in my life. I've done so much just in six years, like seen a lot. I've done a lot. I can help people. And that was what I did. And I'm giving you this message because I don't know where you're at in your life, but no matter what, you're, you're just, you're more than just a cop. And I think that's really important. And I'll probably tell that to you on every single episode, but whatever. And even if you're not a cop, even if you're an EMT, firefighter, correctional officer, dispatcher, stay at home mom, I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. You're just so much more than what you think you are. And like, we define ourselves by our jobs and our careers and it's just such bullshit. And at that time, I didn't allow anything to define me. I just got online and I started. Started helping people. I developed a coaching business. I've been coaching um, since 2015 successfully. Uh, I have a company. It's called Autumn Clifford Coaching, LLC. And that's what we do. Like, that's what I've been doing. Um, I've had the honor of coaching just law enforcement for the last five years. This is honestly one of the hardest demographics to get to, to help, um, especially when it's all out of everybody's pocket because I obviously don't work with insurance. And um, based on the fact that as of right this moment when I'm making this, some things are in the work, but in the works, but like I haven't worked, I haven't had agencies pay me. It was all been officers coming to me or spouses or future officers Um, And that was really what I've been doing. Um, I have programs, I have training, I have courses, I have support groups. Um, It sounds like that, the support group sounds dumb, but it's, it's actually cool as fuck. Um, You know, I have all those um, and as well as my one-on-one coaching and that's what I've been doing and that's what brings me here to you today. So saying all of that, I've seen a lot of things. I've done a lot of things. I've developed an online presence, a consistent one, where I might not have the largest online presence. I have a very loyal following. I have people that have been with me for years, paying clients and just followers and supporters who have been with me for literally years. Um, Shout out to you because I guarantee you, you're listening. I love you. Literally, I appreciate you more than you could ever know. And um, so with all of that being said, This leads me to the conversation that I wanted to have was, so why are you focusing, you know, why are you focusing on female officers now? Well, let me tell you why. One, I am one. I'm still one. I didn't finish my story. So um, when I was done, when I was couch ridden, I got done. um, I was off. I don't know. I think I was not a cop for about a year And then um, a police chief who I work in this very small podunk police department and he reached out to me and he said, hey, listen, like I can take you on part time. You can maintain your certifications. You could still be an officer. I need someone to do the community shit. Like, what do you think? And so I said, fuck yeah, I'm in. And so here we are. That's what I'm doing. And it's, it's awesome. And I'm still a certified police officer in the state of Maine and everything is good. And I, you know, nobody knows being a female in law enforcement better than a female in law enforcement. And I've had a lot of unfortunate situations, not as, not as bad as a lot, but not, not great. And I never had a mentor. Um, I used to seek out, uh, with other women in law enforcement. Some of them were really nice to me. Um, some of them were not. 
And I struggled. I learned a lot of things the hard way. And so for me, I just want to be here. I want to help that. I also want to help change the culture and, um, and really bring together law enforcement. And I want us to be unified. And I want, I want to be clear. The job is just different for women. It just is. It, it, and it's different for a man than a woman, right? So it just is. We have different things from at home, from societal pressures, from being treated differently, just the way that we compute things in our brains, the way that react, the way that we react, the way that we handle things from our physical, like, you know, women just like physically aren't as strong naturally as men and like what we have to work harder at doing and this and that. <clears throat> and so it's just different for us. And so I want to um, continue to work together and mentor women um, to being the best officers they can be. And I want to educate men on what it's like for us because there's a lot of men who, who literally are like, it's the same it's the same. Like, what do you talk? And it's like, well, it's the same. If you, if you don't think it's the same, then it's not. But if you think it's the same, then it is. And that's inaccurate. And, um, so that's my goal with this podcast, but I want to bring together, I want to unify us through education, through awareness, through support. Um, and you know, I'm here for that. And I think that we needed a podcast that was dedicated to the female first responders because there is nothing. So I'm here. I've been doing it behind the scenes anyways for the last five years. <clears throat> I started a company. It's an online education platform for female first responders. It's called Lady Sheepdog. You can go to go to my Instagram, go to my TikTok, or just go to ladysheepdog.com and you can get in. That is, it's a paid monthly membership um, where you are going to be surrounded by sisters who are in all walks of life as far as first responders, some getting into the job, some having been on the job, um, who just crave the sisterhood, who crave support, who also crave um, extra training. I have hundreds of hours of training in there for you. Um, and we are developing a leadership, um, uh, like mentoring uh in there. I don't even know what to call it. It's coming out in the next three months. Um, this is a lady sheepdog is not new I've developed it in 2018. It has been highly successful in developing new officers and taking officers who are brand new and molding them into squared away confident females who are successful. I have the majority of the women who started with me in 2018. They are still around me. Some of them are back in Lady Sheepdog. Some of them are just around me in other ways and other capacities, but they're kicking ass and taking names and um, they'll tell you that Lady Sheepdog really fucking helped them. So if that's something that you need to be a part of, I'm going to leave the um, link right in the show notes, but it's just go to ladysheepdog.com. There's no WW in front of it. The three W's, none of that. <clears throat> just go to ladysheepdog.com. Come and join us. Um, it's it's the only community you're going to find that's anything like it. And, and the reason why is because you have a mentor. You have, you know, you've got a veteran officer who's been there, who's doing the things, who I might not be on the road full time, right? But I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not teaching you road tactics. I'm going to send you to street cop training for that. Okay. If you want to, you know, but I can teach you how to be confident and how to develop command presence, how to ha develop a strong mindset, how to navigate the personal and, you know, pressures and the shit that you might deal with the interpersonal, de um, departmental problems. Um, I can, 
offer you support in a way that you've, you don't have by and large. I mean, some of you do, some of you have a really great like sisterhood. There's like, um, some females in departments have like great like sisterhood and it's great. Like they don't really need this. No problem. But this isn't for that. This is really for the woman who is, um, who really needs that. And so we're doing big things. We're out here. I'm out here to help you. That's what this podcast is moving forward is about. Um, I want you to bear with me um, as I get this up and going. Please share. Tell everybody about this. My Instagram and my TikTok is just full of actual educational content for you. So go and hit it up at Officer Autumn. Um, And if you have questions, then just Go find me on the socials and shoot me a message. And if you if there's a topic on here you want to hear, want me to talk about, then let me know. Um, again, the website will be coming out here in February, so you can just submit your questions anonymously. Um, if you feel like you need some support, reach out to me. Um, and again, I just want to say, hey, thank you so much for your continued support. I really appreciate it. I'll see you next time. They buried me in the water and I came, I knew. <laughs> now I'm baptized in blood. I'm a fighter. I'm a winner, never quit. I refuse to lose. I got heart and I got crazy. I'm a warrior. Just been baptized in blue. I'm a warrior. Just been baptized in blue. I'm a fighter. Never Family, country, and town The media don't cover us huh. Well, maybe Fox, cause MSNBC and CNN Surely don't care about cops Politicians more concerned about protecting the legal Instead of laying the law down And protecting the people Let me get off my soapbox Before I curse I don't see way too many cops Riding in hearse Well, I wouldn't expect you to understand What I do, only the thin blue light Cause they baptized in blue uh, I'm a fighter I'm a winner, never quit I refuse to lose I got heart and I got
baptized in blue I'm a warrior, just been baptized in blue I'm a fighter, never win or never quit I refuse to lose, I got heart and I got this I'm a warrior, just been baptized in blue I'm a warrior, just been baptized in blue If I'm faced with a mission, I'm gonna complete it If that means being deleted, I live with the credence I do this for the combat, that's Elios when I'm suited, ready to go It's either friend or foe, only Lord knows when my future's in store I only kill with the hope to see more So God don't close that door If I take a life, it's him or me With the hopes to survive, not big a tree I go in situations that you cannot imagine Deal with things that you cannot fathom Know it but so rather I'd rather fight for cause than live for nothing So when you read my headstone, you know I die for something You hypersensitive, she complain by justified force You blame the cops first, that don't work, you blame the courts But I wouldn't expect you to understand what I do Only the thin blue line, cause they baptized in blue oh, I'm a fighter, I'm a winner, never quit I refuse to lose, I got heart and I got gritty I'm a warrior, just been baptized in blue I'm a warrior, just been baptized in blue I'm a fighter, number one I'm a warrior, just been baptized in blood.